these recordings have gone through an awful lot of information, an incredible amount of information about awakening, and I don't tend to revisit very much any of it. I just keep going forward because I'm documenting the journey. However, I'm going to go over something here because uh, it just came up. And it is the idea that the, uh, the question that I was responding to is about standing up and fighting, uh, but then understanding that that's back into duality and it's a lower frequency. So what do we, what do we do? <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to try not to cough through this. Um, well, let me first of all read a very short thing that I wrote so I don't have to re rethink it or whatever. So we're, we're here. Yeah, this will help. We're here. Uh, let me see. So, yeah. So we're here to heal self-worth. Leave the past behind. First of all, as I read this, these are hardcore truths that I come to understand on the journey. And I'm following them to a T still, even though I'm at a place where I cannot see any way forward. I haven't, I haven't uh, lost my faith in this healing journey. I just am tired of being stuck in the healing part of it. So we're here to heal self-worth. Leave the past behind. Forgive everyone in order to leave the past behind and to raise our vibe to purge it out, to let it go. <coughs> Excuse me. Find harmony inside. In other words, the more that we practice trying to find harmony inside, the more we will get there. The more that you can hold yourself from triggering or from thinking about the things that make you trigger, the more you'll find harmony inside. It's a reprogramming of ourselves. <clears throat> Follow our intuition and passion. This is what we're learning to do. Our intuition is, are the decisions that we make in the immediate now in a state of not being in fear of making the wrong decision. Just make the decision. Just don't do it in fear. Not easy. <coughs> Talking makes me cough, so I don't realize how much I cough until I start doing a recording. So follow intuition and passion, and you can't have any expectations, or you'll anchor yourself to a, a limited future that may have nothing to do with where you're going. And you can't have conditional... Um, you can't have conditions. It has to be without expectation. There can be no conditions when you're following your intuition and passion because you're following intuition and passion unconditionally. So no expectations. Embody no fear. You're learning to purge the fear, face the things that you're facing as you heal, self-worth, um, and understand, you know, you have been climbing one side of the mountain, healing self-worth, coming into higher frequency, and the outside reality has been climbing the other side of the mountain, releasing all of the negativity as well. That's why we're seeing such ugliness out there. And we're going to meet at the top where um, there's a life 2.0. So this is the idea of coming into internal harmony. And part of that process is embodying no fear, obviously. You, you have to learn to have faith, period. This is a process of coming into faith, but it's also coming into faith with a high frequency um, that isn't carrying the... Uh, the tools that we use to survive in 3D, you're dropping survival mentality, you're naked like a child in the eye of the storm. Know that we are God inside the human. I had a lot of, there's a bunch of, uh, a bunch of recordings about that. 
Source energy is love. It is all knowingness. It is all that is, but at different frequencies and polarities, it has lots of different experiences and perspectives of the now. And we have source energy, which is love, <clears throat> in the human being, which animates us. You can look at it from our perspective at this level as an electromagnetic field that uh, determines our consciousness and how much love that we can embody. It determines the frequency of our consciousness, directly impacted by the frequency of Earth, the frequency of the sun, the center of the galaxy, and the galaxies that connect to each other. It's all connected. And once we realize that we're that God is not separate from us, once we realize that we have it, the, the unlimited potentials within, then the only thing standing in our way are the blocks that are in place um, that we have control over by free choice to step further into... Um, I'm getting confused because it, it's coming through the eye of the storm, <laughs> but it's faith and it's trust and it's child in the eye of the storm. Um, you know, it's just the closer you can come to pure faith and pure... Um, I'm having a hard time with this pure authenticity. Who are you here to be? Then you have to be yourself. If you can be yourself here and in faith, then that's what we're here to do. That's why we're all different pieces of the puzzle, all different perspectives of the now, and we're coming into unity to create a bigger puzzle without being in fear of each other. So anyway, understand... Uh, okay, where am I? So knowing that God is inside, that's a big one. I mean, that's a huge paradigm shift for people. That would freak me out. I had to spend a long time... Uh, sort of dismantling the old beliefs, and I didn't grow up in religious, uh, in a religious family. I just grew up around religious people from here, you know, here and there that had an opinion about it. <clears throat> but we're not separated, and uh, the more that we can understand that, the, the closer we, the more we can get to know ourselves, the more we can understand that Source or God is inside. The more that we come into that truth, changes our beliefs, and those beliefs release our limitations essentially unveiling um, a sort of lower frequency in fear, the old paradigm, or removing it, unveiling our inner truth, and allowing us to align with a different perspective and changing our core frequencies of beliefs and feelings, thoughts, so that we uh, can resonate with a different reality. We can resonate with a different experience of reality. So we, because uh, everything is uh, self-organizing by frequency, as our frequency changes, uh, just as gravity attracts like frequencies, which is what gravity is, we attract the realities in the same way. And there's a period of time as we move towards them. There's also an instantaneous shift. Once you hit a, um, I believe it, like a tipping point where you're just from one reality to another. It depends on the uh, intensity of the change in your perception. But it doesn't, you know, anyway. It's just about frequency. <clears throat> if the energy... If you, if you look at gravity and you look at teleportation, they're identical. There is a weaker force of harmonizing frequencies that allow gravity to happen. I drop something and it hits the floor. But if I were to take the frequency of what I'm holding and project it in a very strong force on the moon, it would disappear from my hand and be on the moon. This is what I mean. It's the same idea with shifting realities or frequencies. The... Uh, if, if we do it slowly, and we take time to heal and purge, then we have a gradual but still Mandela-affected, um, you know, peppered with Mandela effect shift into new realities, into 
into new re yeah new realities. If we don't really change any beliefs and we're just staying in fear, then we're locked hardcore to one theme. We don't see any Mandela effects. If we don't embody the higher frequencies, then we just don't shift. Um, and if we have a period of time, and I believe it's like three months, where we're in a complete and total bliss, and you you can move from sort of a a very gray version of reality into a very 5D version of a planet uh, instantly. I mean, at some point, the tipping point, you know, after three months, and then you just wake up and you're on a different planet like uh, what happened with me in Adena. And, and we stayed there for a year and then gradually shifted back to a version of reality where we were aware of the other one, but we were still dealing with a lot of the, uh, you know, where reality just didn't seem the same. It wasn't as bright, it wasn't as vibrant, it wasn't as high definition, there was a lot more people, a lot more fear, a lot more stuff going on. So um, stepping, oh, okay, so once you get to uh, know that God is inside, um, and I'll go through this list here quickly again, step into whatever job or business you choose, knowing that it'll support you. In other words, go after what you want and understand that you're going to get it when it's the right place and, and the right thing. Um, because you're embodying your inner power as source in the human. You're, you're a light worker that is aware of who they are. You know you've unveiled your inner truth. You've found balance and harmony inside. You don't have any more fear. And you are, in a sense, loving others because they ha even though they haven't uh, become aware of who they are, and they may be very 3D, you're, you're becoming less judgmental. And I'm still going through that process. I get it. Everything that happened that was shitty woke me up, and I appreciate that. But sometimes you get lost in, in the... <clears throat> the blame or the you know it's not even blame it's just being pissed off because it's taking so long to get through this journey and it's it's about a frequency change within it's nobody's fault but my own <clears throat> excuse me so um go after what you want and that's what i'm doing i'm healing i knew and i was told and i was able to have the higher communication to hit the road uh rebond with my family because we're going through a reality shift we want to hold it together then we need to do this together Everybody wanted to do it together. We hit the road, we heal, we purge, reality shifts, we expose our energies to other places, electromagnetic fields around the earth. Those fields are exposed to us. This is helping vibe the planet up. Some people are meant to travel. Some, And I think a lot of light workers move around. Um, and so that was, that was the job. And there was enough equity in the house and what we had to sell in order to do it. And there'll be an, and probably we'll get to the point where we run out and something happens and we'll be fine. But... There's a fear process because I'm just watching money go out the door as this journey goes on year after year after year, and I don't know what I'm afraid of. I'm I'm just I'm just tired, I guess. I mean, it's just a sort of uh, it's not afraid all the time, but in the purge or these sort of shifts where you, where the frequencies, electromagnetic field frequencies, ramp up, it changes the way we think. It makes us vibe higher, and we have to. And, and essentially, that's diverging, moving into a higher frequency timeline. But in order to do that. You have to drop the low-frequency anchors or the low-frequency um, polarity uh, within in order to leave the other timelines behind because you're being ripped apart in two directions and you have to let go of one. You don't get to embody the low and the high. It's too intense now and we're diverging. So we go through these periods of purging where it's this expansion or this shift of electromagnetic fields and frequency which changes the way we think and feel. And so we go through that expansion, but then because of that, we're moving away from the negative timeline, and that is pulling on anything we're holding on that is negative inside, and then we go through the purge and the contraction, and then eventually we let it go. It comes into the light of consciousness, we balance it out, it's in our thoughts, we sit with it, we don't get obsessed about it, then we let it go. <clears throat> so this is the, the process, and I'm understanding that it's happening. So um, 
Anyway, knowing uh, that the, the masters like Jesus and Buddha and the people around them just wanted to be around them, you didn't have to say or do anything. They just vibed to your frequency of love and, and your unconditional acceptance of them and potentially even the way that they feel around the masters and how they healed around the masters from being in a higher frequency where disease can't exist. So people were just automatically healed. You didn't have to go you know, slam someone's forehead and say you're healed. You just had to be in the presence of these people. And, uh, and we're moving into higher frequencies and capable of healing others. And they're more interested in being around us. Um, and it's quite interesting to watch. I've seen it. But you can't do that around somebody who's locked in the fear paradigm because they can't fucking stand high frequency. It's a danger to them. They don't want to change their paradigm. They don't want to look up. They don't want to see a changing world. They want to hold on to what they got because they're in survival mentality. They're a fucking slave through and through, and they will never stop being a slave until they can begin to trust uh, and find find compassion, empathy, and trust life again, and trust their fellow humans again, if they ever did. So once you realize that, that you are in control, that your vibration is in control, that the lower vibrational energy only had one um, tool, and that was to get you in fear or belittle you or fuck with you or whatever, to get you to drop your vibe, to go into fear and survival mentality, and then you were in their world and they controlled it. Now we realize we have to hold our balance. When we run into resistance, we go in a new direction without blame, without finger pointing, without drama. We carry on and we keep moving on. So then the next part is understand that the light is in control now. I already did that. So only... Uh, only if we stay out of fear and anger, which dims our our light or essentially lowers our vibrations. And then I said I would do a recording on it. So I'll go through the list again. We are here to heal self-worth. We've been doing that. We must leave the past behind and forgive everyone, understanding that what we are doing is creating, um, is cutting a new path for them. If they choose to wake up, we've already done it. Um, we've done a lot of the work. And we are breaking free from karma and releasing them as we do it, even though uh, we're the ones experiencing it from this perspective. And, and then the others are experiencing it as they got to find a place to reenact that karma with other people or whatever the hell it is they're going to do. The point is, is we have broken the spell <clears throat> that would be karma and drama and bullshit. So, again, we are here to heal self-worth, leave the past behind, forgive everyone Find harmony inside. Fight for your life to find harmony inside. That would be the key one thing that you would do. And everything else I've said here is a part of that. That is the the center, the focus. Find harmony inside and work on it and, and try to stay out of fear and anger. Follow your intuition and your passion. Your passion is your higher self. That's your authenticity. What are you passionate about? That's your authenticity. Your intuition is there in the now. If you're not in fear, if you're not tied to the past or the future, as Eckhart Tolle talks about, um, the now um, allows intuition to come through. And that's what I'm doing right now as I speak. I'm just allowing the flow of thoughts to come through. They're influenced by spirit. It's, it would be an energetic uh, communication, which then would make me think certain things, feel certain ways, f essentially feel certain ways, which would then trans, you know, so essentially kind of like through the heart, which then goes to the mind and makes pulls different things. It, it pulls memory locations or essentially memory antennas, you know, because the memory is not in the brain. And so I pull thoughts and ideas together through a flow of information that comes through that you could call love, which gets interpreted through emotions that get interpreted 
uh, or translated into thought and then speech. And it's the process of turning spiritual energy into physical energy because the voice can carries the emotion, the intent, and the physical vibration of, of uh, matter, of air. <clears throat> and uh, so I'm vibrating prana. So we're going to follow intuition and passion. You have no choice. Eventually you're going to have to do it. Um, anything else is fear. It's 3D. It's slave. And we're moving out of that. So without expectations, because passion... Passion is passion. You're not following it because there's a $1,000 bill at the end of the week or day or whatever it is. You're following passion because it's passionate. The money will come. And I found that with a lot of projects I did. Money came when I was doing things and it just I had enough when I needed it. And that's, again, uh, moving out of survival mentality. And just we just have we just get what we need. And maybe, they, <laughs> maybe there's more. Or sometimes maybe there's less up until the last second because you need to do certain things to put other pieces of the puzzle together, meet other people in order to move forward for a bigger picture. So, again, even your passions currently today uh, might lead you to do something that you won't want to do tomorrow. And so the passions can change. And so it's always in flux. You may, you know, I thought I'd love to live on a boat and just sort of be free, have that combination of being, you know, near shore to come in to, to work or do whatever I was going to do, but not have to worry about, you know, dealing with what it, what's involved with renting an apartment or a house. And being able to move to anywhere I wanted, an island or down the road or whatever, you know, down the shore. <clears throat> and just being ungrounded and being very creative because there's my creativity will go up a lot if I'm on the water. Um, and I'll be able to uh, explore a different perspective of the now. <coughs> Excuse me, but that changed or it may go back, but these things change. And so I have to continue to follow my passion. Um, and uh, And other teachers talk about that. Follow it to the best of your ability. I mean... These are pieces and parts of a puzzle that take us from slave mentality to the master, the mastery, the uh, the one that is is able to um, make changes in the world just by being themselves. They don't have to do anything. So without expectations, and that takes us to embodying no fear, no matter what happens, no matter if you're in a homeless camp or you're on the street or you're sleeping in a parking lot or you're in jail or you're in you've got cancer or you're sick or you've Whatever the case is, uh, fear is a lower frequency, and it ties us to low frequency. You know, what's the message I got from Chris was it was time to get in, but you know, he liked to swear too. Time to get the fuck out of there. It wasn't the place for us to be there. He didn't, he didn't pass over simply so that we would move. It was his time based on that timeline. He may still be out there in a different timeline and just thought I took off. I don't know. But the bottom line is it was the wrong, and I understood that. We were there to do what we were there, but it didn't take long to do it takes no more than a day. Influencing frequency doesn't take long. And I know when I've stayed too long, three days or more, you know, weird stuff can happen around us, fighting and police and crimes and shit like that, just because we stayed, you know, the extra day. And there'll be warnings, you know, up until that time uh, that things are getting rampy and weird. And But I just, I'm, you get so tired, you know, you don't want to head down the road. But I've learned my lessons enough that when I get the first uh, one or two sort of uh, dramatic things happening around us I had I had down the road. So um, embody no fear. That's where you're going by finding harmony in the now as well. Know that God is, uh, God is this, you know, that's the energy of love of everything at different frequencies. It's, um, it's about the human being taking a frequency, taking the consciousness of God, source, love, energy, whatever, inside, and then by free choice, choosing the experiences that the human will have, experiences expand consciousness or love or source 
and we do this for millions of years or whatever. Maybe it's very, very long time, you know, like almost forever <clears throat> on some level. But eventually we come back to the purity of love. The um, We just come back to pure love and align in that unity way or that uh, entangled way where we are, you know, it's like the fractal every or the hologram. Every part contains the whole. But on the source level side of all that is, it's all knowingness, infinite perspectives, but we're expanding it. And other beings expand it through their experiences. And, you know, in this case, the human has free choice, but free choice is, <clears throat> free choice. I'm just going to pause just a sec here. I'm going to cough again. Free choice is not what people think it is. Free choice ends when you finally choose the path to unity and now you're aligning with what is unity free choice is polarity judgment it's all kinds of things and humanity is now moving into unity which means we're essentially getting rid of free choice because we have chosen love over fear that was what it was door number one two or three can have i've said it before a line behind each door if you choose in fear every one of those lines is awake and hungry and you're going to get eaten. But if you choose in faith, it doesn't matter what door you pick, that line will be sleeping and not looking for you. And you won't wake it up. And that's the difference. This free choice thing is overrated. I would rather not have it at this stage. I've chosen unity. I don't want to have to choose in duality anymore. I don't want to have to make those kinds of choices. This isn't about how. This isn't about destroying my sovereignty or my ability to move forward based on who I am authentically. I'm choosing to align with my authenticity. It's like meeting the guy in the boat, the guy that was in the Tibetan prison for two years. I, mean, I really, man, being in that homeless compound, it made me think, because he was there to teach the people in his compound, because uh, it was men and women, and they were abusing, you know, the men were abusing the women and the children, all in the same place. <clears throat> so he was allowed out, and he stayed an extra year. But he asked me to choose wisdom, power, money, spirituality, or religion. I chose wisdom. And uh, once I made that choice, I was now in the path of wisdom. I'd now use my free choice to make a fucking choice. And then everything then I could now decide or I could now move forward in line with that choice. Now the free choice was over. I had made the choice. I pursued the path of wisdom. I was asked that when I was 30. I was already on that path, but I wasn't consciously aware that it made that choice. And it made all the difference when I did make that choice. Because a lot of things, you know, that was my intent and I took action. And, and I, my intent was to become wise because then I could make the right decisions no matter what the case may be. Um, whether it was money, power, spirit, uh, yeah, spirituality or religion. <clears throat> it was wisdom. And that was in the face of the Garden of Eden and the apple and the wisdom and the snake and the devil and the bullshit. And it was even bothering me then that I chose wisdom over spirituality. But I thought, fuck it. I, what, what's wrong with being wise? The masters were wise. And the masters didn't follow religion. They just fucking woke up, headed out into the middle of nowhere and and went, did their purging and all that kind of stuff and came back to teach about love. And as uh, Bill Hicks said, and or whoever, yeah, I think it was, we killed those fuckers. You know what I mean? Like that was the nature of 3D. Look, he's awake. He's vibing at love. Somebody killed the motherfucker. I mean, that's that's how I feel. I mean, I don't mean to be so you know hardcore, but that's what it is. It kind of grosses me out. You know what I mean? Like, and that was Jesus teaching on the on the cross, not about for, forgiving your sins. You can own, only you can do that, especially as, with source inside. He was teaching the power of compassion. Look. 
I'm in front of all of the people who love me. They're crying. My mother, brothers, sisters, whatever, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Friends, followers, disciples, some of them. I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't there, but <clears throat> I know there was people there that loved him. And uh, there was, you know, a lot of drama going on. And the people killing him, he forgave. Because you don't wake up if you are going to be lost in anger and fear and revenge. And so he was teaching the power of compassion to wake people up. And they were boiling it all down to a 3D, you know, a 3D lunch, basically, of uh, whatever. I don't know how the hell they got that. Dying for your sins. doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? None of that shit makes sense. The whole story didn't make sense. The last thing that I would do with my daughter, Julie, is send her to a fucking 3D planet to be destroyed after teaching love. It just wouldn't happen. I love my daughter. And... Um, and that's not the way it works. I mean, we just wake up. Masters eventually have enough lifetimes and body enough compassion. Pop goes the weasel. They go through an experience of waking up. And then all they can do, because of who they are as an awake being, is try to be a catalyst of change by putting the info out there in parable and action. And being in that high vibe would capable of healing people. Being in that high vibe, considering physics is a product of consciousness, being able to do miracles, but I mean, it wasn't like he set up a miracle show and made a bunch of money. You know, he was doing exactly what any light worker would be doing, and that is continuing to heal, continuing with intent to see the planet come into unity and compassion, <clears throat> which is a divergence because there's so many of us. Uh, that's all that could happen at this point. That's my understanding of it, <coughs> and uh, move forward. So that's that's the list. You know, of, of what I've come to understand is what we should be doing now. How it applies uh, to this journey is leaving the past behind. Well, I did that, sold everything, hit the road. And in that in that uh, estate settlement, everything was lost, including the photo albums. And I let them, I just said, fuck it. I don't want any part of this. It's way too much drama. I'm not going to carry the karma forward. Um, have it. You know what I mean? Take the karma. Have the whole fucking, have it all. So we hit the road pretty naked, pretty bare, and without a history in a sense. And I was told that that was the right thing to do. So we head down the road and we follow a journey without any plan or direction and we end up going all over the place. And as resistance hit, like the border at the U.S. that wouldn't let us come through again in case we were to stay, we stayed in Canada at that point. You know, when we went to PEI to try to figure out just a simple way to live, we tried to... Uh, get a little place there and stay there but it just it blew up so we hit the road again and we keep getting pushed and we're all over the place and so but I still understand that life is reflecting <clears throat> who we are and where we are and that has a lot to do with healing so until I stop triggering or purging I had to pause for a sec uh, then I'm going to continue to face situations um, that pull it out right and and I'm pretty much all done I still get frustrated, but I come back to neutral. Things frustrate me. 3D pisses me off because it's been a lot of work. And I don't understand how people can be so hardcore. You know, I don't, I just don't understand it because it's, it has no integrity to me. It has no, it has no real, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just something that I, I'm having a hard time even holding respect for. Although I suppose I could hold love for the, for the spirit inside, it's hard to hold respect for the filters in front. Um, because it, it's just not my place to, to sort of be here anymore, or any light worker. We're here to help those who are ready 
to live in unity and compassion, even if they're not wide awake or awake at all. They're just nice people. They're compassionate. You know, and that would be the meek inheriting the earth at this point, I would think, at least one of the earths, while the dark and dangerous inherit another one. So for those of you who wish that all the criminals and fucking hardcore people would be put on their own island so they could, you know, sort of play Monopoly or whatever it is that they want to do there, control the world, they're getting it. They're literally getting it. They're going to get their own version of reality, and they're going to beat each other up until they find compassion. And it's going to be fucking brutal, and I don't wish it on anybody. Because we've been here many lifetimes, and I know what it's like. Because I'm in, I'm at the end now. So that's the uh, that's what I learned. And and again, how it applies is we're just going, we're staying in the now. <clears throat> we're on this journey. We're healing. We recognize who we are. We're healing self worth. We're trying to hold harmony inside. We're doing the best we can. And we don't know what the future is. And that's being in this now state. Um, following passion and my passion is to be able to share insight information to help people heal to do healing potentially do sketching allow things to come through in a part-time way because i want to spend time with my daughter and my family my dina and julia and do something that we love to do together and be together we're very lucky that we're all awake and we're able to do it now but it's just temporary you know it's it's not easy under the stress of not knowing but then we're all there aren't we individually so I'm lucky in that way because being alone in this, I don't know how the hell to do that. It already feels alone enough when there's, you know, when I have my wife and daughter. So there you go. This is about inner harmony, inner truth, trust, faith, intuition, passion. You can't not follow your passion or you're embodying fear still. That's your authenticity. That these are basic instructions, and if you have it, don't know them or haven't, are not able to remember them, write them down. You know, I mean, these are them. How you get there is up to you. What is your inner truth? Well, that's your inner truth. What you believe, that's your choice. What's your path to get there? That's your choice. What you think God is, that's your choice. It's all up to you. But I'm I'm understanding and I firmly believe that we have to follow passion. We have to unveil the inner truth and go through the healing journey. And we won't be allowed off the healing journey until we're healed. Or it doesn't work. <clears throat> So trust in the now. There is no way to plan for the future. You'd have to be, you'd have to have artificial intelligence with multidimensional human life integrated like extraterrestrials in order to calculate anything that's coming. And even then, or be a real hardcore psychic uh, so that you align, fuck, I don't even know how to do it. I mean, a psychic has to be aligned with your timeline, with with your potentials, with your uh, highest wave collapsing probabilities because man it's all up to you a psychic can't tell you everything perfect <clears throat> they can tell you everything perfect if they can read your potentials and probabilities um but a lot of them get lost in their own people can channel it you can get information from guides and, and sort of higher multi-dimensional beings that can read probabilities but then they can't really read time because you're in control of your frequency where you vibrate at and that's your time you know what I mean? You have free choice to vibe fast or slow and take as long as you want to get there or whatever. And, I mean, that's hard to calculate. How do you calculate free choice? I mean, you can extrapolate from the past, I suppose. I don't know what kind of access these beings have, but uh, it's complicated. And then, not only that, everybody has free choice. So now it's 
you know, the influences that are coming into your life and how you think um, at the time of having encounters with others who have free choice, who are awake or not awake. Again, it's like doing a climate model. It's worse than that. It's impossible because you have free choice across the board in every situation. And if you want to know what's happening three years from now or what when this thing's going to play out, how do you do that totally accurately? So no wonder this thing got all sort of messed up and hard to uh, hard to determine you know, when things would happen until the probability is so fucking strong that free choice doesn't much matter anymore because it's going to happen. Like this 2020 storm, this is going to happen. This isn't about maybe, it's already happening. So anyway, I don't want to make this too long. I want to leave it there. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that because uh, the last thing I'll say is because I, I'm aware that it's we, we've got all of this sort of stuff coming up that makes us want to stand up and fight. And we got all the riots sitting on the table, and it's kind of, you know, it's drawing people in. That's the wrong path. You've got to hold harmony inside, find your authenticity. When there's resistance, kind of like nowhere to go, and there's a lockdown, then you're going to have to find patience and move in a different direction, even if that means being still. And we're here to hold the balance for others. And the thing is, is reality is a reflection of what you, what's inside of you. There will be potentially infinite or many versions of the riots and the uprisings and the changes and the geological changes coming. <coughs> and you want to be on the version or in the version of them that is the highest vibe so that it's not so hardcore on you. And that's why you need to be in the eye of the storm because we are going to get the version of reality that we vibe with, that we're in harmony with. And there's, that speaks to a lot of things, you know, maybe you'll get a harder one so you can push you forward uh, to later get into, you know, a, a frequency of reality that best fits you. Or maybe it's just you're going to go down, you know, a harder road altogether. I don't know. I mean, shit comes and goes to me all the time. Some recordings are I swear a lot, some I'm pissed, some I'm pointing the finger and blaming because this is the energy. I'm documenting this. I'm not pretending to be a spiritual guru in a sense. I'm sharing this journey. I have great insight and I'm and I get great connection in a sense and I'm walking it. Um, I'm I'm embodying the journey. I'm in the middle of it. I don't have answers on you know about the other side of it yet. That's all we can do. And you're exactly the same. You're getting those connections. You're embodying it. You're going through it. And that's the best we can do. And support each other along the way. Make each other realize that we're not going insane. You know, at different times and giving each other a little bit of insight, the best that we can. That's it. That's all we can do. But anyway, that's the answer. Hold harmony inside, and I'll talk to you later.